Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. We've been fasting and praying. We've been fasting 
Stand to your feet and help me welcome our pastor this evening as he brings God's word. Let's welcome Bishop Eddie Faber tonight. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We welcome your spirit to guide us into all truth. Thank you, O oh God, for this month of evangelism and church growth. We ask, O oh God, that your grace will be upon us to reach out to the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh God, for growth in our church, growth on every side. Thank you that your church will not be the same again. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. And please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. We have been talking about not losing or not giving up your source of power. Hallelujah. Sharing from the art of leadership, chapter 42. And... Um, we want to move on. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins get above with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. So, we have been looking at seven sources of power, and um, we looked at um, the belt of truth. We said, don't give up truthfulness because it is a belt that holds everything together. Then we also looked at righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness. Don't give up righteousness because it is a weapon that gives you the strength to speak out and to preach the word on every topic. And then we looked at faith, shield of faith last week. And uh, we said don't give up faith because it is a shield that protects you. And we looked at so many things, we can't go over that. But tonight, I want us to look at the next one in verse 15, which says that, and your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. I decided to reserve that for this time because it's our month of evangelism. <laughs> Hallelujah. So today I'm talking about shoes for preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. It is our source of power. And, you know, these are things that the enemy doesn't even think that God can give us such weapons to fight him. And so every one of them comes as a surprise to him. And if we can take up the weapons, because what happens is that we don't take up the weapons, and so we are not able to overcome the enemy. But if we can take up the weapons, the, the enemy will be no match for us. Oh, you didn't hear me. The enemy will be no match for you if you will take up truthfulness, if you will take up righteousness, if you will take up faith. The enemy will be no match for you. But we have these weapons, but we don't use them. And tonight, another weapon we have is the shoes that we put on to preach the gospel. Now, when the Bible talks about shoes, what is then talking about, I mean, straight up when you hear shoes, the thing that comes to mind is motion. <laughs> yeah. So, what God is expecting of you and I is that we should not be a church that is sitting down all the time, but we must be a church that is on the move and on the go all the time. That is the only way we can overcome the enemy. We must always be on the move. And there are so many scriptures in the Bible that makes us see that the whole thing is a movement. You know, in Acts, the Bible says that um, Paul said, in him we live and we move and we have our being. So, in him we live, but we don't just live, we move. 
So God expects you and I to be moving. One of the things Paul also says in, in one place in the Bible, he talks about in journeys often. In journeys often. So a, a Christian must embark on journeys often. <laughs> you are always on the move. You see, when you stay at one place, the enemy will get you. But if you are always on the move, he cannot even predict what you are about to do. And that's one of the ways by which you overcome him. I mean, the Bible says that um, we are pilgrims moving, moving. We are looking for a city which has foundations. So really, we are not people who are supposed to be relaxing in this world. We are expected to be moving, and that's why God has given us the shoes that will help us to move. Amen. Now, without the shoes, you will not do much. Without the shoes, as a church, we will not do much. We will always just be at the same place. And that's why we want to look at these shoes and how we can put them on and be able to overcome the enemy. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's why Jesus also said to the disciples, go, go. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. Go, go. Because the whole thing is about movement, movement, movement. It is a life from the pit of hell that we are expected to be sitting down. And I think that many of us have been sitting down for too long. When we have to go for crusades and do things, people are sitting. We don't move. But it's time to move. I see you putting on the shoes for the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I see you moving in the name of Jesus. So why do we have to put on these shoes, number one? Because the Bible says your feet will look beautiful when you put it on. It looks like in the spirit realm, there is another dressing apart from what you are wearing on the outside now. So when the demons look at you, <laughs> they don't see this, your Jojo. <laughs> Jojo something something that you are wearing and your suit, your designer suit they don't see that you may be wearing all those things in the physical but in the spiritual you are naked hey <laughs> your bed of truth is not there so it's just hanging spiritual autofista so what it means is that in the spirit realm, there are a lot of people who are not wearing shoes. Yeah. So the Bible says that when you wear the shoes, you look beautiful. Isaiah chapter 52 verse 7. Isaiah 52 verse 7. It says that, how beautiful. Wow. Upon the mountains are the feet of him. That bringeth good tidings. Hallelujah. That publisheth peace. That bringeth good tidings of good. And that publisheth salvation. That saith unto Zion. Thy God reigneth. 
So the person who puts on these shoes, your feet look very nice. Yeah. Sometimes you find ladies, they have certain shoes. It's an accessory. When they put them on, there are some shoes when you wear them, it doesn't look too nice. On your back, there are some shoes when you wear them. You look sharp. You look very nice. And they themselves, when they wear it, they know, they, they, they can feel, they feel good. They are aware. The way they walk and the way they, they carry themselves, they know they are looking good. In the same way, in the spirit realm, if you are wearing these shoes, you will also be looking good and feeling good. You'll be looking good and feeling good. Yes. Nahum chapter 1, <laughs> verse 15. It said, Behold, upon the mountains the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace. O Judah, keep thy solemn feast, perform thy vows, for the wicked shall no more pass through thee. But he said, behold upon the mountains, the feet. The feet, they are very important for people who carry good tidings. And then in Romans chapter 10, which we all know, verse 14, the Bible says that, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings of good things. Hallelujah. So the sign that you are wearing your shoes is that you preach the gospel. That's it. I think if you can get this, my message is finished. If you are a preacher of the gospel, then you are wearing these shoes we are talking about. And your feet will look beautiful. So anybody who doesn't preach the gospel, you are not wearing the shoes. It's as simple as that. And when God looks at you, he doesn't need to look at anything. He just looks at your feet. And he looks, you are not wearing the shoes. That's it. So I believe that as a church, we need to really watch our feet very well. Because it's also one of the ways by which the enemy will attack you. I remember one time I, we watched, there was a movie. I don't know whether it was Die Hard or something. But somebody realized that the guy was not wearing shoes. So he shut the, the windows and all the glasses came down. And so the guy couldn't move. So, that is what the devil does. When he looked at us, he can see that our feet, we are not wearing shoes. So, he puts things in a way so that we cannot move.
Ask the next person, are you wearing shoes or you are not? One time Jesus sent his disciples in Mark chapter 6. And I'm going to read what happened. Verse 7. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth two by two. He gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse. But they must be shod with sandals. Every other thing may not be important, but your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel is very, very, very important. A child of God who doesn't preach the gospel, you are at the mercy of the devil. Yeah. Oh, but I believe that in this season and in this month of evangelism, people are going to arise and preach the gospel. Second reason why we must put on the shoes, and, and I'm about to finish my preaching, because I've said what I want to say, is that we need to put on the shoes in order to send the battle to the camp of the enemy. <laughs> Amen. When we put on the shoes, we put it on so that we will send the camp, the, the battle to the camp of the enemy. You know, Americans, they don't fight in their, in their country. Far away from their country. Because they don't want you to come and spoil anything in their country. So every time they will come to your country, and they will come and fight you there. But sometimes what happens is that as a church, we sit down, and because we don't go out with the gospel to preach to people, we bring them battle to our camp. And the enemy comes to destroy us in our camp because we don't take the battle to the camp of the enemy. Any good coach, football, whatever. <laughs> Mercy. You don't sit down for your enemy to be attacking you, attacking you, attacking you. It is a matter of time. You will just give in and they will score you. Ten nil. Yeah. <laughs> I remember many years ago, Ghana played Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a disaster. <laughs> When we started, we were just moving. But at the point, we couldn't move again. And they were on us. Six goals without reply. <laughs> when we don't send the preaching out to the places. See, the devil is very happy. When we stay, we don't move. So it's like we are going to Adabraka. It's like, ah, what are you people going to do in Adabraka? Stay here. Be here. Ah. Are you not satisfied with just the Kaneshi and the people in Swan Lake? What are you coming to do in Adabraka? 
So the enemy will do everything to stop us because he knows that the more we move out with the gospel, the more we take territories for the Lord. So he will do everything to prevent us. You see, tomorrow's crusade, you will see that all sorts of things will start coming up. Why you cannot be there? This thing is coming up. Oh, this. Oh, I have to be here. Oh, my grandmother needs this. Oh, my father said I should do this for him. So many things start coming up. And then, ah, it's rainy season. The way the weather is, it may easily rain. And so, bottles are being thrown on your way. So, when you look at the thing, then you just stay put. You don't move. And then the devil will keep those souls captive. But you see, our preaching is the way we fight the enemy. We fight the enemy by preaching. When we preach, we are fighting the enemy. When we preach, we are throwing bullets. When we preach, we are setting captives free. When we preach, we invade the camp of the enemy. So he would do everything to make us not go. And that is why we must go. We don't wear the shoes to sit down. We wear the shoes to move. To move. That was why Jesus was always on the move. When you read in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 34, the Bible says that he casted out evil to the prison. Verse 35, and Jesus went about. He went about. Jesus was not sitting at one place expecting things to happen. No. He was moving about. One day he was with the disciples and he told them, let us go to the other side. Because the madman of Gadara was there. The madman of Gadara would not receive salvation by Jesus being where he was. Jesus had to put on his shoes, move to the other side where the madman of Gadara was, preach the gospel there, and keep moving. There are several madmen of Gadara all over the place who are waiting for you and I to come. But the devil is throwing bottles in front of us. He's telling us we can't go and we sit down and those people are still bound. That madman, I tell you, only Jesus could deliver that man. And listen, there are many people, only the preaching of the gospel can deliver them. We need to arise. We need to take the gospel there. We need to preach the gospel. Otherwise, they will not be saved. We like home ground. Home ground is dangerous. In this battle, don't try home ground. The devil will keep you locked. We need to move. Yeah. First Peter 2.21, the Bible says that, For even here unto where you called, because... Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, an example that we should follow his steps. We should follow his steps. We don't wear the shoes to sit down for people to look at our feet. We wear the shoes to follow his steps. Oh, I see you following the steps of Jesus. Oh, 
following the steps of Jesus, following the steps of Jesus, following the steps of Jesus. He went everywhere preaching the gospel. We are following his steps and we are also going everywhere to preach the gospel. I see you following the steps of Jesus. I see you following him wherever he went. I see you also going to the same place. Put your hands together for Jesus. We followed where the man of Gadara is. We followed to where, um, where are the people? The woman with the issue of blood. We followed to Jairus' house. We followed to the pool of Bethesda. We followed to the widow of Nain. We followed to where Zacchaeus is. We are following the footsteps of Jesus. Oh, I see people in this season. You are going to follow the footsteps of Jesus. Give the Lord a shout. There's a song we used to sing. Show us the ancient path. Oh, lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Show us the ancient path. Show us the ancient Lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Lord, we confess. Lord, we confess. That we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Willingly walk in the wrong direction. Willingly walk in the wrong direction. We disobey your command. Father, forgive us. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us back to the way. Oh, back to the truth. Come on, play well, play well. Back to the foot of the cross. Show us the ancient path. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along.
Sunday when I was preaching and we were looking at the back of the church because Jesus said the house owner said to the servants go and compel men to come in that my house may be filled and I said let's all look behind and tonight we can look behind again the house is not filled. And I said, what does it mean? It simply means we have disobeyed. Just the songwriter saying, show us the ancient path. Show us the ancient So we have, Lord, we confess that we have what? Wondered. We have wandered far from your purpose and your plans. Willingly walked in the wrong direction. We have the shoes, but we are going in the wrong direction. Willingly walk in the wrong We have disobeyed his commands. He's called us to go this way. We are going this way. The church needs to come back to that place again. And listen, it's not just for some selected few. It is for every Christian. These shoes, every Christian must wear it. It's not the pastor alone. It's not the church uh, shepherds alone. It's for every member in the church. So we must all part of this tribe. I'm expecting that tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, everybody here will be at the crusade. Yes, let's wear our shoes and let's march there. When you are going somewhere else, begin to sing this song. Willingly walk in the wrong direction. We disobeyed your command. His command says, go. And then we are going somewhere else. And the enemy likes it when we do that. that that's actually the concept of missionary work. And there are people who have been called to be missionaries. You better obey. If the Lord has called you to be a missionary, to go somewhere. 
because one day you will give an account. Yes. Jonah was sent to go to Nineveh to preach to the people over there. He put on the shoes and he went in the wrong direction. He went the opposite way. Bible says that he went down to Tashish. As soon as you begin to go in the wrong direction, you'll be going down. First of all, the Bible says he went down to where? Joppa. Was it Joppa? Somewhere he was going to pick the ship. And then he went down in the ship. And then he went down to Tashish. Everything, all his movement was down. Because he was not going in the right direction. We only move up when we move in the right direction. Yeah. For a Christian, there's no other direction but the direction to the souls. That's the reason why you have been saved. It's one way. That narrow road, that narrow way, that's the only way. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus. But I check today, the road has turned somewhere else. We're moving to the cars, moving to the shoes, the money, the houses, the embassies, because we want to fly. Willingly walked in the wrong direction. We disobeyed your commands. Father, forgive us. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us. Spirit, come lead us. Spirit, come lead us back to the way. Back to the truth back to the foot of the cross show us the ancient lead us along eternal highways Show us the ancient path, Lord. Show us the ancient path. Oh, lead us along eternal We want to walk in the fullness of Jesus. We want to enter your It's a good song to sing. Learn it. Some of us have just decided, yeah, I don't know how to sing it. But you can see that it's just talking about us. In the book of Jeremiah, the Bible says that when you get to the crossroads, ask for the ancient path. 
How were they doing it before? Even as a church, how were we doing it before? As we'll be moving to St. Pray Park and preaching the gospel there. It's gospel crusade. Moving, moving, moving. Ancient path. Put that scripture. Ask for the ancient path. How were they doing it in the days of Peter? Were they sitting down or were they moving? There was a time they were sitting down and the Bible says that because they were not moving from Jerusalem because Jesus said to them and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. But they were in Jerusalem, very happy in Jerusalem. Amen. Yeah, Jerusalem. Oh, When we become comfortable in Jerusalem, Acts chapter 8, verse 1 is what will happen to us. Bible says Acts 8 1. You see, turning numbers. 1 8 says go. 8 1. And Saul consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem and they were all scattered abroad throughout all the regions God had to bring persecution to scatter them because they were just sitting down they didn't do 1-8 so 8-1 happened tell somebody if you don't do 1-8 8-1 will happen to you oh tell another person if you don't do 1-8 8-1 will happen to you. Turn in numbers. Tonight, if you don't remember any scripture that we have quoted, remember 1-8 and 8-1. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. If I don't obey Acts 1-8, Acts 8-1 will happen to me. Oh, but may it not happen to us. The devil is very happy. Oh, persecution will come. Oh, but may there not be persecution in our church. Because we are going to be a church that will be on the move. I see your bustle moving. I see your zone moving. I see your ministry moving. I see the entire church moving. We will follow the footsteps of Jesus. Oh, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Wow. Number three. Wearing the shoes means you are always ready ever ready or prepared to preach the gospel you know when the Israelites were moving out of Egypt the Lord told them Exodus chapter 12 verse 11 he said to them they should prepare everything and they should wear their shoes because they were about to move out of Egypt very fast so God didn't want the situation when they are about to move you are now going to wear your shoe and there are some people when they are wearing their shoe especially some ladies first of all even to locate which one to wear which color to wear? Ladies have so many shoes. I wonder, 
they have too many shoes. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Meanwhile, they always say they don't have shoes. Yeah. No, I'm not mentioning anybody's name, but I'm just talking that generally you see that the women they have their shoes, but they are saying they don't have shoes. Yes, yeah, a general thing I'm saying. I'm, I'm just yeah. Sometimes, but this one is there. No, this one is like this. This one, the color doesn't match. This one is too tall. This, hey, generally. So, God said, Exodus twelve eleven. This is how you are going to eat. <laughs> your loins get it, put your belt on. <laughs> then put on your shoes because the way we are about to move, I can see some people will be saying, I, I have to go and select the shoe. Have, so select the shoe now and wear it now. Tonight I'm speaking to Christian ladies, spiritual ladies who cannot decide on the shoe to wear. This is the time to decide on the shoe. Put it on and be ready. Spiritual ladies, even men, some men are spiritual ladies. Eh, you thought I was just talking about the ladies. There are some men, they are spiritual ladies. They can't decide on the shoe to wear. Tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, the shoes we are wearing, it's a simple shoe. We are wearing Adabraka shoes. Everybody look for your Adabraka shoes and wear the Adabraka shoes. And let's go and preach the gospel. You are now wondering whether it's Medina shoe I should wear or Asalam now shoe. We are not going to Asalam now. We are not going to Medina. We are going to Adabraka. Find the Adabraka shoes. Wait and let's go and. Oh. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. There was a time we used to wear some shoes. They used to call it Achimota sandals. Yeah. In those days. We can have Atmota sandals. Then we can have Adabraka sandals. Find your Adabraka sandals and wear it. I said, find your Adabraka sandals and wear it. We are going to preach the gospel. Be ready. Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. He said, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Verse 2. Preach the word. Tell somebody preach the word. Oh, tell somebody preach the word. Tell another person preach the word. How should you preach the word? Is there. Be instant. Instant. Instant means in perfumoire. Then the tell tell tell. Instantly. She she she. You're now coming to stand and wonder. So uh, am I going to use First Peter or I'm going to Charlie? Be instant. Anytime. Be ready. He said, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season whether it's month of evangelism be ready it's not month of evangelism 
be ready. It shouldn't be that we only go out to preach the gospel only when it is month of evangelism. We must be ready at all times. We must be a church that is always wearing our shoes. We are ready to move. We are ready to preach the gospel. We are ready to take the gospel to the other side. Yeah. Be instant. Put it there. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Reprove, do all these things. Be instant. But he said, preach the word. As a Christian, you must be able to preach the word anywhere. In the trotro, somebody is sitting by you. Preach the gospel to the person. You must be able to talk. You are waiting for somebody to come in. When you go to your seamstress, instead of discussing uh, kumkumbaja, you use all the time to talk about unnecessary things. Be instant in season and out of season. Preach. Be ready. At any time, as soon as the opportunity comes, preach the gospel. As soon as you get the opportunity, tell somebody about Jesus Christ. No, I'm waiting for another time. There's, there's no other time. The reason why the Bible wants you to be ready is because when you say tomorrow, by tomorrow, the person will not be there again. There are people that we have said, we are going, we will come back and come and tell them about Christ. When you came back, the person was no longer there. So as soon as you meet the person, preach. Instant. In season. And out of season. First Peter 3.15. What does it say? It's one of my favorite scriptures. It says that, but sanctify the Lord your God in your heart. He said, and be ready to give an answer an apologia to every man that asketh you for the reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear be ready always sanctify the lord in your heart always the lord must be in your heart Anybody who asks you, why do you believe in Jesus? Why do you go to church? You must be ready. Be instant. In season. Out of season. Be ready. Be prepared. That's why I said, your feet must be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wow. Be instant. Tell somebody, be instant. Number four. I need to be closing. When you wear your shoes, you walk into stardom. <laughs> you want to become a star? The shoes will make you a star. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine 
as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Not a nine-day wonder star. You'll be a star forever. There are some people, they are stars today. Tomorrow, they are not stars. Yeah. Some years back, there used to be some names that were main names. I don't know where they are now. Bonnie M. The guy was Bonnie, so. Five star. There was a group called Five Star. in People don't even know them now. You be 40. Yeah, you, you, you don't know. Is this some of you are confused? Who are these people? A group called Abba. Then there was Cool and the Gang. All of them, they used to be there. Commodores. Hey, Lady Pastor Elsie. Wow. Commodores, they sang Jesus' love. Lionel Richie was there. He was the one leading that group. And they were singing, Jesus is love. Commodores, they sang that song. You don't know where they are now. All these people, J.T. Taylor, James Taylor, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Where are they? Hey, James Brown. <laughs> KC and the Sunshine Band. Baby, give it up. Give it up. Isn't it? They've all come and gone. But I'm talking about a star that will never fade. A star that will be there forever and ever. You are going to be that star in the name of Jesus. Some of you are looking at some people and you are giving them fans. Very soon, you will be that star in heaven. When you arrive, the angels will be giving you fans. The angels will be flowing you fans because you are the star. Shout the air. As soon as you wear your shoes to preach the gospel, to turn many to righteousness, you are walking into stardom. Hey, may I see the nearest star who is walking into stardom? You are the one. You are walking into stardom. Hey, after this month of evangelism, you shall be a star. I said you shall be a star. You shall be a star. Wow. Walk like a star. Walk like a star. Walk like a star. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to America, there's a, a kind of street or something. They have the name. Walk of fame. They have their names there. Michael Jackson's name, Elvis Presley. All these people with stars there. I'm talking about streets of gold. <laughs> Not this type of street. Street of gold. Red carpet treatments. Your name is written in the gold. 
as you are entering heaven they'll be looking at you they'll be blowing you fast they'll be shouting they'll be blowing you this man is a star oh give the lord a shout Their names there. It's Las Vegas. Is that where it is? Hollywood. They are just there. But I'm talking about streets. They don't go. As soon as you arrive, they say, Wow. The stars come. The stars come. Oh, may you be one of the stars in heaven. Every time when I look at Bishop Dark, I say, hey, Charlie. What a star. You shall be a star. Oh, you shall be a star. Number five, let me finish. When you wear your shoes, you release signs and wonders to follow you. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. And he said to them, Go ye. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow. Now, how can the sign follow if you are not moving? Because if you are following, it means the person is moving. And you are following. Sometimes we claim some of the blessings, some of the promises, but we can't have them. The Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow you. But you are not moving. How does the movement, the goodness and mercy follow you? You have to move. Once you are moving, Bible says there are signs and wonders. Could it be the reason why you are not seeing signs and wonders in your life? It could be. That because you are not moving to preach the gospel. He said, go and these signs shall follow you. Go and these signs shall follow you. Go. It looks like the signs and wonders, they are waiting. As soon as you begin to move, then the signs and wonders begin to follow you. Oh, I see signs and wonders following you in the name of Jesus. Verse 20 says, and the disciples went everywhere, preaching the gospel, and God working with them with signs following. Wow. 
May signs and wonders follow you. In this month of evangelism, signs and wonders will follow you. Receive signs and wonders in your ministry. May there be signs and wonders in your life, in your marriage, in your home, in your finances, in your business. Enjoy signs and wonders. Number six. When you wear the shoes, it moves you to support the gospel financially. Yeah. You see, when you are not somebody who also preaches, you don't know what it takes to preach. Like this crusade we are going to have, it costs a lot of money. The gospel itself is free. But the means by which the gospel gets to the place is very expensive. And that's why we need people who will support. But you see, when you don't wear the shoes, you think that these things are a waste of money. You would rather want to give to orphanage because you feel that that one looks more powerful. And many times, you see, Bishop is going. He needs support for the healing Jesus crusade. But people will not want to support that. But if we come and ask for money for something else, and people are supporting political parties, supporting all sorts of foolish, useless things, which will not bring anything to you, because you don't even understand what it means to, for a soul to be converted from hell to heaven. That's why you will not give money to support. The crusades we've been holding, it costs a lot of money. And I need people who will support the crusade. People who will say, we're going to give this amount of money to support the crusade. This week's crusade, we need support. We are going there to preach, but it's not easy. Luke chapter 8, we need to buy diesel. We need to buy the, we need to, the stake, the light, the sound, everything. Luke 8 verse 1. Let me finish. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city. This is Jesus. We have to follow his footsteps. He went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom. We need to go everywhere. Last time we were at Fadama. This time we are going to Adabraka. Another time we moved to some other place. We are just moving everywhere. And Jesus went throughout the city. And the twelve were with him. Verse 2. Bible says, And certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom were seven devils. Hey! You see, when you appreciate your salvation, you will support the gospel to help somebody else. This woman, seven devils came out of her. Verse 3. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward. There are some other big people in society who were also following. Bible says that. And Susanna and many others, which ministered to him out of their substance. As they were following him and he was going everywhere preaching, they realized that this thing, it takes money. So they took money out of their pocket and they gave to Jesus. Use this one for the preaching of the gospel. Use this one for the crusade. Use this one for this. Use this one for that. Use this one for that. Use this one for that. 
It may look like Jesus was able to walk around everywhere. But there were the, uh, the, the Susannes and the Mary and the Joannes and all these people who were supporting him out of their substance. They were saying, take the money and use it for the other crusade. And if we are going, it's actually Jesus who is going. Because we are the body of Christ. So if you are supporting this one, you are supporting Jesus to go and preach the gospel. In, oh, I, I don't know. Finally, let me close. When we wear the shoes... We protect our feet. Yeah. Shall we? The devil is looking for somebody to bite. <laughs> you see, the places we are walking, they are dangerous grounds. Bible says that, and you shall step upon scorpions and serpents. And they shall not harm you. You think that it's a simple place we are walking. We may be going to Adabraka. It looks very distant. But on the ground in the spirit. There are serpents. There are scorpions. There are different things on the way. Yeah. There are different spirits. In the spirit realm there are animals. There are birds. There are lizards. There are frogs. There are horses. If you read Revelation you see all these animals. In the spirit, they are serpents, scorpions, waiting, wet, deadly animals waiting to bite you. You sit there, say, I won't go. Deadly things. You need to wear the shoes. As soon as you wear it, they cannot bite you. Genesis 3.15. Let me finish. Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head. And you shall bruise his heel. The enemy is looking. Because he knows that we too will bruise his head. So he's waiting to bruise our heel. But the way we protect our heel. Is when we put on the gospel. When we put on the shoes for the preparation of the gospel. So when he comes to bite you, he's not able to get you because you're already on the move. He cannot get you. He cannot get I see people on the move. The devil cannot get your feet. He cannot get your feet. He cannot get you. Some of you, the devil is biting you. The devil is sucking your blood. Because you are sitting down too much at one place. But begin to move. When the serpent comes, you will not be there. He will like to bite your feet. But you will not be there. And when you begin to move, because you are wearing the shoes, when he bites, he cannot get you. So Jesus sent the disciples two by two. And he said to them in Luke chapter 10, he said, go, go, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He said, you shall trample upon serpents and scorpions. Go, go. Oh, go to verse 17. Go, you shall trample upon serpents and scorpions and they will not harm you. They will not harm you. Don't be afraid. Romans 16, 19, I'm closing. 
Paul said. Romans chapter 16, verse 19. Thank you, Lord. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. He said, I'm glad therefore on your behalf, but yet I will have you wise. What is that wisdom? It's the wisdom of soul winning. He that winneth souls is wise. He said, I will have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. So verse 20 says that, and the God of peace, which is the gospel of peace that we are preaching, the God of that gospel, he said, he will bruise Satan under your feet. He will bruise Satan under your feet. He will bruise Satan under your feet shortly. Hey, I came to speak to somebody here. The enemy has had his way in your life for too long. But it's time for you that the Lord will bruise Satan under your feet. The Lord will bruise the enemy under your feet. Because you are going to be preaching the gospel. In this month of evangelism, as you preach, I see every serpent. I see every demon. I see every witch. I see every Satan. Bruise under your feet. May you step on that enemy. You crush that enemy. Crush the situation in your home. Crush that problem in your family. Crush it out of your life. As you crush it, as you wear your shoes, any demon will be crushed under your feet. Put your hands together, stand to your feet. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Disobey your command. Your command. Father, forgive us. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us. Lead us back to the way. Back to the truth. Back to the foot of the cross. Talk to God. Talk to God. 
Oh yes. We have gone our own way. We have gone in the wrong direction. When was the last time you preached the gospel to somebody? When was the last time you were ready to talk to somebody about Christ? Every time you have an excuse, every time you have something why you cannot be there, why you cannot wear your shoes. But tonight, make this commitment, make this commitment with the Lord that you're going to preach the gospel. You will preach wherever you go, you will preach wherever you go. Instant in season and out of season. Ready to give an answer. Ready to give an answer to everyone that asked for the reason of the hope in you. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. We want to enter your rest. We want to enter your rest. We want to enter your rest, Lord. Show us the ancient May we walk in it. May we walk in it. May we walk in it. Oh yes, Lord. Cause signs and wonders to follow us. May Satan be bruised under our feet shortly. Jesus' name. Make us into stars. Stars that will shine forever and ever. Give us the victory over the enemy. Yes, Lord. As we take the battle to the camp of the enemy. Jesus. Give us the victory. Yes, Lord. Give us the victory. Yes, Lord. May souls be freed from the camp of the enemy. As we go, may we take them captive for the Lord. Yes, Lord. Release them from every chain. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray that Adabraka will not Lord, be the same. May the source in Adabraka yes, be work yes, for you, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. We are putting on our shoes and we are invading Adabraka. Yes, Lord. Father, we pray that you will give us the source. Give us a heathen for an inheritance. In the name of Everybody Jesus. Everybody, put your hand this way. Let's pray towards Adabraka. Pray that God will give us the source. God will give us the source. God will give God will give us the souls in the name of Jesus. The souls of the Lord will give us a Tonight, every head bowed or eyes closed. Maybe you're here, somebody invited you, you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. I want to one day also be a star in heaven. Today, every head bowed or eyes closed, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, we're going to pray. 
God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. Come, let's pray. Come, let's pray. Come all the way. Come. Come, let's pray. Oh, yes. He's leading us along eternal highways. Yes. Salvation. So winning. So winning. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is telling me. So winning is a highway to eternity. Eternal highway. We better do it. We better do it. Young man, pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sin. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. I admit that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for this young man that you will use him, O oh God. Use him. Make him a preacher. A preacher. A preacher. A preacher, oh God. That through him, many people will come and know you. Use him, Lord, for your glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Bless you, young man. Stand. What's your name? Kelvin. Kelvin, God is going to use you. God is going to use you. Make this church your church. Come every time. Okay. See a pastor waving his hand. He's going to talk to you. Give you a book. Help you. Okay. Let's go this way. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Wow. Ah, Dr. Stildazi, you were sharing with me a testimony. Yeah. What were you saying? Give me a microphone. You said last Sunday, what happened? Yeah, Bishop, last Sunday, I invited a young Muslim woman to church. And in fact, she told me it was scary for her. She showed me a picture of her late father and the national chief imam. Wow. And she was telling me that this is how close she is to the hierarchy of Islam in the country. And she's totally, I mean, Christianity is totally strange to her. Wow. But by the grace of God, she agreed to come and she gave her life to Christ. Wow. Wow. What if he didn't put on his shoes to go? This lady would still have been in captivity. But because somebody decided to put on his shoes, 
Oh, may somebody be saved because you also put on your shoes. Doctor, God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.